I'll press record and are you ready? Yep, ready to roll. Okay. Good afternoon, uh, Water Polo Stoke Nation. Uh, Marin here and uh, doing Zoom call with my co captain, uh, Jimmy Fowlson. It feels a little bit odd not being in the same room as you. Uh, I know. Uh, all this time we're doing it over, over Zoom, but uh, I reckon we'll make it work. It's, we probably should have done this during Corona, not other way around. Um, yeah, I know, but um, this afternoon I was pretty excited about trying to get a Friday afternoon record in so we can get the post out before the weekend because there's a lot happening in Mortify this weekend, Marin. Round two. Um, what's been happening outside water polo, Jimmy, for you? Anything, any good articles, news, updates? Uh, look, the one thing that I'm pretty excited about is Seth Godin's new book. I know we've talked a little bit about him in the past, the marketing guru that he is. Um, his new book is The Practice, Shipping Creative Work. And why I'm kind of interested in it is he talks about the, the skill of creativity. Um, and I think creativity is an important part of so many different aspects, um, whether it's you coming up with a, a training program and being creative in the way that you do it, whether it's a coach looking at the way that he trains his, um, uh, his team, whether it's actually a creative pursuit, uh, a traditional creative pursuit, or creativity plays a role in everything that we kind of do. So I'm pretty excited about that. And his main philosophy on it is creativity is a skill. It's not a talent. Uh, so often people think that creativity is just you're born with it, but it's not it's something you need to kind of work at. So I'm intrigued to see what his kind of um, going a bit deeper on that kind of philosophy, um, how it is, it can be learned. Um, if we trust ourselves, we can do more than we ever imagined. That's his byline on it. So that's what I'm pretty excited about. I, um, when you said Seth Godin, I, I totally forgot. I mixed him up. I thought it was Guy that started, um, Guy that created Family Guy. What's his name? Um, he's Seth too, but he's not Seth Jones. Yeah, so I was like, what's uh, Seth McFarlane. Seth McFarlane. I was like, what are you talking about? Mate, Family you got guy. me on to Seth Godin. Nah, he's a good man, good bloke. Purple cow. Yeah. That's good. Um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, reading him myself. And uh, he's, he's a quirky character. And uh, for all those marketing water polo geeks out there, uh, he's got a few good books. The Purple Cow. And... Uh, What's the other one? Uh, this is marketing. That's the latest one. This is marketing. Yeah, he's got about, I think he's got about 11. But it's not just marketing. It's kind of quite philosophical as well, isn't it? There he is. And he's also got a daily blog, the longest running daily blog. So each, every day for the last however many years, he's, he does a blog. And it's really interesting to sort of see what he comes up with. Yeah, that's uh, good. Um, what about you? What have you been swapping uh, over this week? Mate, uh, not too much, to be honest. Uh, I guess the latest I've been uh, into hunting uh, documentaries. So I'm watching this uh, docker on Netflix called uh, Meat Eater. Uh, Meat diet seems to be a bit of a popular thing at the moment. I'm quite curious about uh, carnivore diet uh, for athletes and for longevity and all the rest of it. Uh, However, this docker... So we're back on meat-based diets, aren't we? Yeah. But I thought we were on plant-based. Nah, that's for um, that's for um, that's for losers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was 
months ago, wasn't it? Plant based. So, so now we're back to meat eaters. You can't shred on plants. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Sorry, mate. Sorry. Keep going. But his doco is not so much about the diet. It's more about this bloke that travels around with his uh, mate who's a chef and they just go hunting for different animals. And uh, yeah, it's uh, hunting is something that's, uh, I think, it can be seen as a bit of a savage thing to do, animal, animal cruelty, etc. But when you dig deeper, hunters are probably much better when it comes to environment sustainability and animals uh so yeah. something i'm quite curious about and i uh, found out to be a hunter you actually got to be quite fit uh because you got to track for ages to find the animal and then once you finally make the kill you got to bring the meat back and some of those uh white-tail deers i think they're called can be way up to 200 kilos so they have to uh track back with you know a few hundred kilos on the back so it's uh, it's interesting, and that quite often they don't make the hunt, and um, and they they're pretty good. Like they're not going to make a kill unless they you know they got a clear shot. So they have to you know think about wind, how close to get to animal, and all the rest of it. So anyway, I, I probably wouldn't be a good hunter, uh, but I like to think um, that I would if I had to look after. So if, my you, if you if you had to go hunting, right? So if if you're the hunter, uh, hunter or the chef. But yep. which one are you and who are you taking with you to be the other, the uh, yin to that yang? Does it have to be a chef? Like as in, I'm going to be a hunter for cool. sure. Uh, I just yeah. don't know too many people that are good with food. Oh, you know what? Peter Brown or, uh, yeah, Peter Brown because he's good on barbecue. Uh, yeah. Take him with me. Um, but how, look, would he go, how, how would he go on the track to, to do the kill? We'll train for it. Um, yep. But um, the... Look, if we had to feed uh, uh, a water polo tribe, uh, I would sort of give everyone heads up that we could be potentially coming back just with some blueberries or we could just stop back on our home to Woolies and get some sausages. Yeah. Uh, just so in case. load up on snacks is what you're saying. Basically, eat some snacks because there's a big chance there'll be only blueberries, wild blueberries that um, we'll get. So anyway, that's uh, what I'm going to be watching tonight. Uh, episode, uh, actually they're fishing at the moment, so... Uh, they're fishing uh, for crab and catfish, I think. I thought tonight you'd be watching uh, first today. Or that movie got released? Ah, uh, no, I didn't. I don't have Amazon. Is it on Amazon? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, I don't have Amazon. Are you going to watch it? Yeah, I don't. So. Kazakhstan traditionally was a very like- strong water pollination. Yeah, they have been doing better in the um, the Asian. Asian nation games recently too. Never really did well with uniforms. Uh, I thought their designing team wasn't all time. Uh, that said, one year junior world champs in Turkey actually. You were there, Jimmy. Uh, Kazakhstan. He had like this uh, shiny silver uh, numbers. Quite good. They're actually not bad. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah you didn't, you didn't. What's the best kit you've seen? International. Yeah, international. Like, what's the, like, an international tournament, you're like, that's what I want to swap for. Look, uh, playing for New Zealand and having predominantly uh, all black uniform, uh, I was actually quite a fan. I was quite stoked in our uniform, so I thought we did pretty well. Pity we couldn't play, but uh, but we usually had, uh, we had Adidas was our sponsor. We had a bit of all blacks vibe happening. Um, but, uh, you know, Italians, were, you know, like the Italians, uh, Italians were, Big with arena when I played, I quite like their kit, the blue 
one? The Remember red? the blue silky arena one? We both had it with the arena down the yeah. side, Natalia on the back. Yeah, I, I quite liked their, their kit. Um, yeah, that's that was probably my favourite. Uh, what was yours? Yeah, no, I, I like those ones. I liked, yeah. Um, yeah, I liked all the arena kit. That was probably my favourite, mm. I reckon. Um, but, mate, we've got a lot to get through today. Um, other things that I'm pretty excited about is Dawny's not far off. Going to warm up a little bit. They reckon that Dawny will be back in action early December. Heaters um, are on. Heaters are on. A uh, bit of work that's going on there. They've um, raised the floor. Raised, I was going to say the floorboard. No, the, um, the sea level is remaining the same, but they've raised the boardwalks and ground levels. They've demolished and reconstructed the South Pavilion. Um, they've retained and altered and repaired the entry um, building. Um, they've installed new solar panels for your for the heating. Um, installed fire sprinkler system, probably pretty important for the wooden pool. Probably want a pretty good and Balmain Voidapol barbecue. Um, yeah, especially with you on the barbecue. Actually, Joel Davis on the barbecue. He was yeah. always the worst. Alex Strand. Um, Alex Strand wasn't much better. Um, and then uh, some alterations to the perimeter paths and seawalls. So um, can't wait to get back there for a pool that will not look any different, I don't think. And uh, will diving be allowed back on in 2020? Uh, only at the deep end. Oh, good. Well, that's, that's, that's yeah. all I want. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, how good does Ashford pool look? Yeah, I've seen, uh, I think Delfina posted some pictures and i also seen, um, yeah. um, yeah, some, some of the social media going around. Like, it looks pretty, pretty, pretty schmick, I must admit. Um, pretty schmick for 44 million. It would probably be a little bit better than pretty schmick. Still looks pretty heavy, though. Like, it looks pretty very heavy in that pool, in that diving pool, still. For me. Ashfield <laughs> was one of the heaviest pools to play at. It felt like you were swimming through concrete. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching some games um, down there. And uh, have you spoken to anyone that's. No, the I think this weekend are the um, I think this weekend are the first official games. I think West play tonight against Friday night against the New South Wales under nineteen, and then tomorrow um, Balmain v West um, in first division. Um, so I think that'll be the first test for it. But okay, no matter. Serious question. So when you're playing first game at a new pool, do you approach? Do you approach it differently? What do you do? Go from the start. Yes. So, um, okay. I'll, new pool. I like to walk in. I like to feel the vibe, uh, smell. Uh, I like to smell the place. If it's very chlorine smell, uh, this kind of gives you pretty co- pretty good clue that uh, it could be a bit, bit rough on the eyes. Uh, first thing I do is I actually check with the toilets. Uh, make sure the toilets yep. under in my you know I know where they are just in case of emergency. Um, and then I do sort of spend a bit of time and suss out where would be a good place to sort of warm up. If it's an outdoor pool, look for a bit of shade, ideally. Um, I like being a little bit hidden. I didn't like being right, you know, in a centre where everyone can see you. So I could just, you know, find my space and just find a corner that you can just, you know, lay a towel down, um, use your bands, just find a bit of corner. Um and yeah, I also quite like to know where we're starting from, so I can sort of uh take my drink bottles and all my t- 
toys as well, put them, you know, on the right place so I don't have to rush and uh, get a bit of anxiety when I can't find my drink bottle or, you know, be rushed around. So those are kind of my my go-to things. Uh, how about you? Oh, look for a camera if it is a camera. Make sure the camera, the camera is the whole time. So Get your camera angles right. Yeah, make sure. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So all those things, yep. But I like to do a walk around the pool. I like to walk around the pool space. I like to know where clocks are. That's really important for me. Um, so your 30-second clocks, your, your game clocks, your score clocks, where the referees are going to be, um, so whether they're at ground level, whether they're up. Um, I'll always do a much longer warm-up in the new pool because I like to get my bearings. Nice. I like to know because, yes, the dimensions of a pool are the same, but if there's uh, if it's a 50-metre pool that's been roped off, um, it gives a different sort of vibe and you get a different um, perspective of different areas. Um, so I like to get there early, do a nice long warm-up, um, and just try and get get a vibe, get get the vibe for it. Um, but it's important for me to know. Where the clocks are? Are they at pool level? Are they higher? Um, are they one in four corners? Are they only um, behind the bench? Are they the other side of the bench? Uh, where's the those little things? Uh, I like to know. I like to know detail. Um, I don't want to get surprised by things. So I'd always be, be quite prepared. And yeah, you make a good point because it can be quite deceptive. Um, I always think of Adelaide Pool, old Adelaide Pool. I haven't been in one. It was actually quite wide. <laughs> Um, didn't look like a, any bigger pool, obviously, over the bench. For some reason, it was quite wide. Um, so I always felt like you are a bit out of the position uh, in the first few games, uh, especially coming from Dorney or d- playing from, you know, at Des Moines. Even yeah, Sydney well, Uni was quite thing, skinny. Like Des Moines and Sydney Uni are very narrow pools. Yeah. So kind of, and that does impact the way that you play. It mm. impacts the way that you defend. It impacts your body position. It impacts your... Um, where you are in relation to the ball and the play. Um, with a pool like MSAC, where you've got a lot of space on the edges, where um, in counter-attack you've got room to, to go out and then come back in, um, you just need to be aware of those type of things. So brand new pool, we're just going to make sure that you're aware of, um, just aware of the environment. No, totally. No, good points, good points, solid points. What is your favourite pool to play at? I think we've spoken about this before, but... Oh, I used to love playing Picton. Ah, really? I love playing Picton for a Saturday night. Um, for a few years, they had the um, the Saturday night game when we played there. Um, it must have been a coincidence, but they'd have their presentation day during the day. So, and by the time it came at night, you'd have a packed pool and you'd have a few Fremantle supporters that had a couple of um, a couple of beverages in the afternoon. Yeah, so like they were reasonably vocal. Um, yeah, little couple of little um, emu bitters are oh, like yeah. over there. Um, so and, and they've got free metal crowd generally has a few opinions and they like to voice them um, quite often with each other and they have disagreements in the crowd. A couple of times there've been almost arguments within the crowd from their own supporters. Um, just I don't know, an ed- border, educated border pilot crowd just having a disagreement on things. Um, so yeah, I love, love playing there. The, the pool set up fantastic uh, Saturday night there. It's almost as good as Dorney. Almost as good as Dorney. I think like what, what's good about um, Rio is that the, the stands seem quite close to the pool, so you feel mm. like there's a crowd. Um, I think with Cronulla, because you always felt there wasn't a crowd, even though there will be quite a few people, because it seemed everyone's there was, quite far away. 
There wouldn't be a oh. crowd. There's no one at Cronulla. Trudeau Pool, you get like 10 people there. No, it was people. It was few. They got a lift. Fans. They got a lift. They, they got a lift. Uh, speaking of games, Jimmy, a uh, bit of a recap this weekend. What did you um, did you watch any games? Did you get to see? Mate, anything? I did. Um, I watched a little bit of Clutch TV. Um, oh, what's, I enjoyed. Uh, what's the whole before mate, we what go? What I love on. about it is um, they show all games. They show all first division games, so you can watch ladies second grade, ladies first grade. Uh, men's third grade, men's second, men's oh, first, unreal. all the like five hours of water polo just for the Saturday afternoon. Um, so I watched a little bit of it. Um, I thought it was good. But um, coverage is good. The lighting was at Sydney Uni, so Sydney Uni is a pretty light, bright ball. Yep. Um, easy to so follow the ball, it. and mate, it was pretty easy to follow the ball, um, and it was a couple of pretty good games. Um, I flicked on the men's third grade game. There are a few familiar faces um, swimming around. I think there was uh, James Moore, Thomas Whalen playing M3. Um, so I can't what? get out to the games at the moment, but it's still good to, good to have a watch. But um, yeah, I think it's a great initiative. I think it's awesome that um, the Clutch TV are doing it. Um, and and how being able to watch. Mm-hmm. Sorry, how hard was it? Was it just an app? Or is, it just, is it pretty easy to sign up? What's, uh, what's the dealio? Um, it's um, it's really easy. Uh, I, I watched it on Facebook, uh, but also there is um, Instagram. There's also an app. So yeah, it's really easy to follow. So we'll put it up on our um, our socials. Sweet clutch. These are clutch. clutch Water polo team as well somewhere in America. Yeah, well, whatever it was good to watch and looking forward to um, to this weekend game. But uh, all games aren't just. Sydney related. Um, both, I know this is quite, the moment we're quite local and quite sort of um, uh, Australia focused. Um, we will branch out at some point to the international games. But um, what's been following a little bit of the Queensland Premier League, um, they're doing a really big push to try and make the Premier League something a little bit special. I think they're kind of doing it over, over weekends. So you have. Um, I think they played a couple of weeks ago. Then this weekend there's another round. Um, they really try and focus the games on a couple of sort of key weekends. Um, yep. Not surprisingly, the Barrows are top of the table in both men's and women's um, games. Um, there's some really good players floating around in um, in that comp. If you look at the the men's comp, there's all the um, current crop of national league players, but you've also got um, I think a couple of uh, Grant Richardson playing up there. Sean Boyd's playing. Um, Chris Corbin, your mate, still um, having a little swim around. Um, but it's good to see all those players there. Um, so, yeah, this weekend, I think there's a top-of-the-table clash between Barras and Kiwana, which is oh. uh, um, top-of-the-table. So WAA grade has been um, going for a few weeks now. It looks like a couple of Melville teams um, atop of both the men's and women's comp. Um, the South Fremantle Bloods are on top of the men's and the... Apple Cross leads the window. Um, and you can watch those on Clutch as well, or you just... Uh... Mm, I don't think you can watch those ones on Clutch. Oh. Um, I think they're yet to sign a streaming broadcast deal in those markets. But um, look, if it works in um, in Sydney, then maybe Clutch might roll it out. Sweet. Um, what did you think of the game? So if, uh, summer comp first grade, uh, any... Um, Surprising results? Anything? Um... Um, look, it, um, 
I don't think they're too too surprising. Um, I think in the the women's comp, look, I, I say not really surprising, but um, do you want to know our scores from last week? I think we had a, we, we tried a bit of tipping last uh, week. Ah, tipping comp. Well, what's do you want to know how we went? Yeah, please. So out of the um, out of the four games, Sam Lazic. None from four. Zero from four. That's that's not. That's got to be a investigation. Zero from four. Zero from four, and I got one from four. What a! That's everything. Anything. So in the um, in the women, uh, Uni beat Balmain. Balmain is still a um, couple of their top players short of um, I was, yeah, hitting their strides at the moment. I was batting with a heart there yeah. anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, then. Um, Sharkies beat Tremoyne in the girls. I thought maybe um, I thought maybe John Hahn might have pulled out a win in his first game, but, yeah, come on, but John. not so much. Um, in um, in the men, um, Tremoyne were up most of the game. Um, they seemed to have the game sort of in the bag, and then um, Uni came home over the top for an 11-9 win. Um, but Scotty Nico, five goals. Five goals, that's a good start. Do I open up an account? Mate, that's Good, good start to the season. Obviously, he's been working quite hard in the um, COVID shutdown. Um, like getting a little bit of Cat 7 um, beach water polo fours happening in the backyard, he must be. Um, yeah. That's good. That's a good win. Other... Mate, that's a good win. Um, it, was good. it was actually a pretty good standard game. Um, a few pretty good players floating around of both those teams. Did you watch and, that um... game? Yeah, I did watch most of that game, actually. Um, yeah, I think Dremoyne... Drawn probably didn't make the most of their chances. Um, they 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 were up, and I thought they probably could have kicked on with it. Um, but yeah, just didn't make the most of opportunities in that sort of second and third quarter. And against a team like Sydney Uni, they're they're going to make you pay for it. Um, yeah. So they did um, came over, came home on top, and um, yeah, eleven nine win. Um, Goran strong centre forward. Um, yeah, obviously Scotty's scoring five goals. He obviously played all right. Um, Chris Dyson scored a couple. I've scored at least one. Um, still floating around. So, yeah, that was a good game. Um, looking forward to seeing how those two go sort of deeper in the comp as well. Um, the other game on the weekend was Tigers and the Sharks. Sounds like uh, it was 7 or draw. Um, doesn't sound like it was... Uh, well, it sounds like it was probably uh, first game of the comp, uh, first game of the year for both teams. Haven't played much and Sounded like it. Um, yeah, what? that was pretty much all they got. <laughs> Hold on. Um, when you give yourself half a game that you got, did you give yourself half a point for the draw? No. Oh, where did you get your you half? Can, you could pick. One. I thought um, I'd pick the uni over the Tigers. That was my one point. Oh, one out of two. Sorry, I was reading the notes and it looked like yeah. you just got a half a point. And I thought, I thought you gave yourself nah, half nah, a point for a draw, and you gave me nothing for a draw. No, 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 no. No, it's fair. These results have been audited. Mm. No, it's that's fair. So just checking. Just want to make sure it's uh, all even. Um, so what's uh, what's happening to tonight? Is there a few games? Uh, so tonight. Um, there is, I think, a couple of games. Um, New South Wales under 19 are playing the Killer Whales and West. So the first time that they, that New South Wales under 19s, um, make an appearance in the comp, um, which I think it's an awesome initiative. I think it's yeah. great that you've got the young players playing against um, 
against the best in the state. Um, great experience for them. Uh, more games um, for um, for the first grade teams and, and for everyone else involved in it. More games means more referees means that they're getting uh, more games. They're getting more experience that they're getting um, and more more games to watch. So, I think um, so. That's that's Friday night. Who tipping? Under nineteen play the killer whale. Um, Who are you look, tipping I in the game? Think, um, I think Tim will put best team on ground that he's currently got for the killer whale. Um, I don't think he would want to be losing to an under-19 team. Um, I also think Nitty's a bit of the same. Um, I don't think he'd want one of the first games that West play in the new net um, to be putting up a second-string team. So I reckon um, they'll be pretty on point. So I'm going to go killer whale and West in a West double. Okay. What do you reckon? I'm going to go under-19s females to beat yep. Killer Wales, and I'm going to go uh, West men to beat New South Wales 19 boys. Okay. All right. Uh, what's, the, what's the rationale on the girls? It's just maybe a bit of inside male, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. No, I, um, no I, uh, I think and I hope I'm right. I think few of the uh, Australian players are away. I think they're in a camp. So I think that um, uh, the teams that have Australian players, they won't be playing this weekend. Or they're away. I think they're in Gold Coast. Uh, I did not. It makes it it hard to promote games, right? Uh, When you've got your best players missing, like, the first first and second round, like, yeah, it's uh, we spoke about this last week, Jimmy. We had a bit of a rant, and I agree with you. I, I think I get um, frustrated by it. Yeah, it's selfish. I get frustrated. How do you promote it? How do you go? You want your best players playing? When oh yeah, by the way, they're on a camp. Mm. Okay, well, what are they doing there? Are they putting something on that, that, that people can get invested in and see and support? Nah, I, 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 I agree with you, Jimmy. I digress. I digress. Let's go. So the next game got Dremoyne versus Balmain um, in the women's. What do you uh, reckon there? Ah, uh, going Balmain again. Yeah, I might. Um, what was the score in last week's game? Without, uh, I don't have that off the top of my head, so I don't know. I That's haven't right. prepared as well as I should have for that. Um, but yeah, look, I reckon John will have his girls up. So I reckon um, I think Moyne over Balmain, especially if Balmain put all their um, national team players up on uh, selling themselves at schoolies. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, then the second game on Saturday uh, was the Sharks versus the Killer Whales. That's women's? Women's, yep. Yeah, I'll go Sharks again. As in... All right. I'm picking yep. against. Yeah. I'm tipping against Killer Whales. All right. Um, I think I might have to uh, go with you on that one. You're just doing it because I told you that there's a camp on, well, which, which yeah. I could be wrong about. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said That's it. Pretty good intel. All right. Um, do we have a special guest here, or not tonight? Not today. Not today. Well, who's the guest? No, okay. Well, if he's not here, he's not here, right? Is there someone in your? Are we going to call? Were we going to call someone in? No. No. Okay. All right. I don't uh, know. No, all good. In that case, uh, let's get on to the 
Tigers versus West, which is a TV game. Oh, nice. That's men's? Men's, yep. We're under men's now. Mm. Yeah, the it's a tough one uh, to pick because I really thought Balmain was going to win um, last week uh, by a few. And if it was West's first game, I potentially would tip Balmain. But it's West's West second game. Play on the, they, yeah, they play on the um, Friday night. Yeah, so look. Get a few cobwebs out. I'm going to go with a draw. I'm going to just put it out there. Okay. All right. Um, probably give you my tip for a TV game. Are you doing anything different? Oh, you definitely got to get up for the game, a TV game for sure. Um, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'm going with a draw. I think Balmain will definitely improve. Um, and they'll obviously have a hard game. Or they had only playing one. Sorry, I'm looking at the girls. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm going with a draw. I think um, Bowman will improve from last week. Okay, all right. Um, look, I love what Nate's doing with the team. Um, I love the the um, the setup that he's got, and I love the the direction they're going. But I reckon this week West will prove too strong. Um, I reckon these first games, like, like if it's me. First games in a new pool, our new pool, um, I'd want to be proving a point. Um, I'd want to be making sure that we um, set up the foundation of what, what's going to be our home pool for a long time. And the first steps for anything are, are pretty important. They don't make or break it. But uh, to set that tone right from the start, that this is a place where people come to um, for a hard hard game. Um, so I reckon West will be up for that. And um, so I'm going to tip West. Good. We'll see. Um, what's the last game? Devils Sharks. I'm I'm going um, Devils here. I think Devils will want to improve on from what it sounds like it was um, not a good finish of the game. And traditionally, they have a good record against Sharks. Uh, that said, Sharks. Um, since last pod, uh, I saw a few Sharks on the gram. They're training pretty hard, so. Yeah, it'll be a good game, but I'm picking Devils by two. Okay, all right. Um, so I don't know if AJ is playing tomorrow. Um, I think the Rocky Boulder might be a little bit sore. Um, still, I think the I think the Reds would still be too strong for the Sharks. Um, I think um, Blakey Edwards will step up. I think he'll probably um, be a bit bit annoyed at losing last week after being in a good position. So I think he'll have the troops fired up for. Um, or a big game, and I just think the way that I think their game um, suits playing against Cronulla. Um, Balmain's games never suited the way mm. that Cronulla play. They've always, no matter how the, the uh, discrepancies and uh, levels of the team, I think that um, Balmain always struggle to really push away from Cronulla. Whereas I think um, I think Moines will be um, too good. I think their style of play um, suits playing against the Sharks. So um, I'm going to tip the Devils for that one. Nice. Uh, that's a round. Right, that's a round. Um, as we've been on here, Clutch TV has um, just followed us back. Oh, yes, so, Clutchies. Uh, yep, so Clutch TV, so they're on, uh, on their gram. Maybe they might get up to, um, to do a couple of... Uh, Guest commentator appearances, oh, eh? Yeah, guest commentary um, appearances. 
Yeah, that's good. Actually, do you know the game I'm looking forward to? There's a couple of TV games coming up. Uh, well, first of all, tomorrow in the um, the M3 Tigers versus um, West, there's going to be a little bit of water polo royalty swimming around. Um, Nate, Thomas and Gav Woods both playing in the mighty M3 for Tigers. Um, so if um, you're not doing anything at 1 o'clock tomorrow, tune into Clutch TV hey. to... Um, to see those two going around. Look, because how do you play, as a third grade team, how do you play against those two, right? Like, you've got to press, like, <laughs> you've got to press Nate. Like, you have to. Um, even though he's probably a little bit older than most of the other guys in the team, he still throws the ball harder than anyone. Um, and if Gav decides to go into centre forward, um, you've got to play a zone on him. Like, mm. you, you have to. Um, so, how do you play against it? You're probably going to have to go in some sort of an M zone defense and just, you know, uh, play a bit more on Nate and uh, push them out potentially. I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, You're playing against two Olympians. So um, good luck to the third graders. Who are they playing? They're playing, uh, yeah. playing against West. West, yeah. So I'll say West will probably yeah. do the research and know both of those guys and do their best. Um yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's it's going to be a challenge for the defensive side, uh, but potentially if they if they're fit enough, which third grade usually not known for the counter attacks, uh, maybe split it up at the top a bit and um, the yeah maybe if uh, Belmain doesn't have a left hander in third grade, do they? Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, so maybe. Split it up, sort of s- bit of a fan oh, out on that side. Hold on, sorry. How dare I? The great JJ. Oh Jesus! Well, we can't do that zone then. Ah, it's stuffed. Put all your put your life savings on Balmain to win. Is that on sports bet? It could be. Yeah. It could be. We'll run a book. Um, mm-hmm. Mate, that's all I've got for today. A um, little bit of water play to get excited about. I know that um, today we've probably been a little bit um, focused on New South Wales and uh, a few of the games that we're, we're excited about. But there's going to be a couple of really good games on the weekend, um, especially in the men's if, um, if all the Australian players are playing. I think that West Balmain game will be a, a pretty good game. Um, and I think the Devils have got something to prove against the Sharks. So a couple of good games there. And even on the Friday night with um, the under-19 team taking on West, um, I think that'll, that should be a good game as well. Um, Hopefully to the 19th team, doing a few little things different, um, trying different things, getting a few combinations um, against one of the uh, top teams in the last sort of five, ten years. So, no, I'm totally. for it. Now, um, totally agree, Jimmy. I'm, I'm also looking forward to it. And um, for the listeners or stokers, um, we'll go back to kind of a normal episode when we're going to debunk the uh, techniques and talk about training as well. So, But if you have any questions, please... Put them to um, Instagram DMs, slide into a DMs, uh, or send an email to Jimmy at James at waterpolo.fit. Um, but yeah, it's a pretty big weekend, and also two grand finals plus a huge UFC card this weekend as well. So it's a huge weekend of sport. Um, Definitely. Um, grand final. Who are your tips in the grand final? Who are your uh, tips and who are you going for? I'm going to go 
Uh, AFL, I got no. Like this is just going on animals. So I'm going to go with Tigers. Um, so no, I got no education. I did not watch one AFL game this year. Uh, but I'm going to go with Tigers just because Tigers. Um, NRL, it's. I'm going for Melbourne Storm, uh, which is not probably a popular choice by someone who lives in New South Wales. However, um, yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm a little bit bitter with our current um, Penrith coach, uh, the state yeah, they left I, the I club. Like, yeah, I don't like much about the Penrith team. Yeah, so I'm going to go Melbourne. And look, it will be a nice Ferris, uh, you know, Fairy tale story to see Cameron Smith, one of the greatest players ever to play rugby league, finish on um, on a win and potentially win one award he hasn't won, which was uh, Clive Churchill's medal. So, um, yeah, I'm going for fairy tale on that. And then UFC, uh, I'm going for Rob Whitaker to win uh, and then hopefully get a shot of title. And then the main fight, I'm going to go with an upset, uh, Justin Gage against Habib. I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> but I, I don't know weird. much about the UFC, so I'll leave that one to you. Um, but AFL, uncles and old Richmond boys, so definitely have um, definitely just supporting the, the Tigers on Saturday night. Um, pretty excited about a Saturday night grand final. Um, Putting my corporate hat on, we're hoping to see over three million. Oh, the, the Channel Seven um, plug! <laughs> see what's going on. Definitely will be. Um, yeah, we haven't seen those figures for a while, um, so if we can get anywhere near that, we'll be pretty happy. Um, I'll watch Sunday. You, thank you, mate. Thank you. Um, and on Sunday, yeah, I'm not a fan of Melbourne, of um, Penrith, so I'll be um, cheering on the Melbourne Storm, which I never thought I'd say. One more, actually on that, so if the Storm win, that means that Melbourne team would have won netball, AFL, NRL, right? Yeah. So these are teams that have all been on the road for up to three days. Yeah, well... That's pretty phenomenal. It is. Or does that just go to show that living in that kind of bubble environment is actually conducive for... Um, elite sport. So, to talk some serious talk, uh, generally when you look at studies about home ground advantage, it's what they found. It wasn't so much the um, the home ground; it was the fact you're sleeping in your own bed. So that was kind of like you know your routine, or whatever. That said, they also had guys that and girls that will play better way. And have better results away because they're away from the families and stresses and all whatever. Um, so I don't know. Like I think there probably hasn't been a study done, uh, and hasn't been a situation when the professional team had to literally relocate and live together for a whole season. Um, and then to your point, if you're just doing study of N one, like it could be the guy, like you know, living in each other's pockets, you get to know each other, you're in it together, and. You know, it's you just live it the whole time. So uh, there's no distractions. You're pretty focused, reminded why you do it every day. So it could be maybe the way to go. So yeah, wasn't it wasn't another Melbourne team? There was a. Uh, I thought it was like pretty much everyone from Victoria is going to potentially win the grand finals. 
Uh, I think Melbourne won basketball, but they kind of... They were not in the I think that was just because they went into lockdown and they stopped the comp yeah. early and they just happened to be on top. Um, although they, so they were winning the final series. Um, I'm sure we'll probably forget any other couple of sports. Um, yeah. Well, interesting. Good but, point. Mate, interesting. Yeah, very, very good interesting. point. Um, um, the travel. Well, mate, well um, anything else? No, that's it. I was just going to say that travel usually doesn't help. And um, even though um, some teams that were in a bubble had to travel, but it wasn't as full-on travel. It was in and out, and everyone's in the same boat. So, yeah, maybe that was it as well. Uh, no, nothing else. Uh, yeah, I'll catch up on the weekend, and good luck to all around playing this weekend. And we'll do a recap next week. Good luck, all. Chat soon. Cheers, mate.